Welcome to Esports Rack. Now, it's been a while since we've really been on air, uh, mainly because of my internet service provider, or ISP. Uh, but hopefully, you know, all that's been cleared up and we should be good. So, moving forward, we're going to be talking today about Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. And with us, I have a very proficient player, Sean, as he's going to be calling himself. Um, you'd like to say anything? Introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Sean. I'm from Freeport. Uh, PC gamer. Uh, from day one, talking like Windows 95. So, from then straight up to now. Yeah, pretty much. All around gamer, but PC gamer more than anything. Okay, cool. Now, um... We're gonna jump a lot. We're just like into this now. Player unknown is a shooter for those of you who don't know, and that's pretty much been predominantly the area of games like guns, Call of Duty, uh, so on and so forth. But this has kind of started to take over a bit, and you're hearing more about. Player unknowns, battlegrounds. Um, we're just gonna keep calling it pub. At least I will. Going forward. Um, now, you being a player um, and having played quite a bit out of uh, it, what what really draws you to the game? Um, well, for for starters, um, pub is it's it takes so basically it combines a game like armor, armor, which was like tactical and you had all these options and it makes it slightly arcadey in a way you know it's not too arcadey but it's but it has a little bit of arcade elements to it and because it throws everybody into an environment where there's no set play there's no buy this gun and your your rate of fire will will give you the victory there there's no set play and because of that, it draws, it continues to draw people in because it's every game is different, and every you you you're in a map with a hundred players, and you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, when you land, it's 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 helter skelter from there. So I think that's what keeps people playing, and it keeps I think that's what keeps the game current and relevant for right now. Okay. Well, I mean, we have to also take into consideration like this is a game that technically has not really launched this is all just a beta test so far yeah well for for me being a pc gamer i i think uh i'm kind of used to these long betas uh i've been on arc survival which just launched as a full retail game you know i've been on um seven days to seven days to die which still is an alpha i think um the forest which didn't even make a launch it died out in like alpha something so i've been i've been a part of this alpha community for a long time so i mean i i consider it a game because you know we're playing but uh um how, how do you say um as it stands it's not actually an official official game it's still being beta tested and it's not released on consoles just yet so i guess you can say that but for me i i know it to be a game because you know i've been i've been in a lot of alphas thus far and it's, it's how they all go how they all start okay so for a game that's still in beta and has this huge following behind it, there are esports like competitions going on just based around this game already, and it hasn't launched yet. Like, 
you typically don't see that kind of thing for something that doesn't have the full support it's supposed to and it's <clears> set for like okay coming on maybe like next quarter of this year even though it's already been out from what march march i think yeah, yeah. march yeah, yeah. so let me have you what's your take on the whole compet competitive side of it um considering you know it's it still has more to do but um, definitely the game can can see some competition um, for right now it's the random is probably what st stops it in a way from being super competitive we don't know I don't know how it's going to evolve but uh, again because there is no set play you know a lot of the games that are MLG are like they're, they're, they're set play you, you do this and you do it really good at the right time you win with this game, there's none of that, and some, you know, some random guy can get a jump on you in the beginning of the game, you know. So I think that that allows it to be a good um, MLG game, but at the same time, it probably hinders it because you won't have the same, like, I don't know, I don't know. It it is team based, so if if you have a solid team, yeah, I guess we can see uh some good teams coming up, but. The, the random dude the random makes it so much so much more crazier because you can go in a whole town and not find one smg or one ar automatic um automatic rifle and that that's you that's you like because at that time everybody else is already fully loaded and ready to go and you you don't have anything so because of those variables it it i don't know if it can fully emerge as as a proper mlg game but we'll we'll see we, we'll see some of my own concerns in that regards because I know when I played it uh, I had the issue that you know I'd go into town mm. and I'd go into town after town and I would only find these little like, <laughs> pistol <laughs> and I'd find the weapon I wouldn't find like the game at all I mean the the ammo it uh, it, it is annoying <laughs> It it is, <laughs> and um, I think though I think though they addressed some of that with the recent update. They just had an update that dropped maybe three weeks ago, two three weeks ago. Uh, it seems to fix a lot of that stuff. The spawn rates of vehicles, um, a few things it's addressed. And I know they're doing another update where they're giving everybody vaulting because I know that's been a big issue being able to jump over, uh, or vault over specific things in your way because it hinders your your movement a lot. So they're, they're still addressing things. We, we still have to remember it's in beta, right? So those things are going to be worked on, but that is definitely what they do have to look at, the, the spawn rates of weapons. And I know they don't want it to be consistent. They don't, want, they don't want it to be where somebody can put a mark and be like, go here and get this gun. So uh, we, we, I'm not sh again, I'm not sure how that will play out to be an MLG game when it's so random, you know? I have a feeling the reason why they really did that whole vaulting thing is because I saw another streamer who was playing the game and they kind of did some little odd thing. I think that's the best way I can really describe it other than <laughs> what they do is mm -hmm. they would find a particular kind of house, drive a motorcycle up into the house, take it up onto the second floor, it would block the door. And so the person would open the door and would not be able to, like, come into the room, and then they just get blasted. 
Wow. Okay, I've n- I have not seen that one. What what I have experienced personally though was so we were playing a game and it's now down to the last five people so it's so I played duo with a friend of mine so it was him and I another team of two and one other stray guy so my partner got tagged he was down by this one guy I I took out the team of two and oh no no to back up to back up this is what I'm getting to so the one guy. My my partner was in the corner and he jumped, fired, and and I don't think they addressed this issue yet. When you jump and shoot, your accuracy is pretty much spot on. So what he did was he jumped up, he kept jumping and shooting, and he just tagged my partner because there isn't any. For example, in Counter Strike, if you jump and shoot, your bullet is not gonna be anywhere near your crosshair because realistically, it doesn't work that way, right? But I think that's not a, that's an issue they have not addressed. So I've seen with these weird bugs as well, where people do these, you know, these unique tricks to get the upper hand. So I I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, now, keeping in mind that this game isn't active, well, isn't um, up for public and stuff like that, phone call. But the fan base that it has, which is huge, comparatively speaking. Um, when you play the game, what keeps you coming back? Um, I think again, it's it's it is the the randomness of it all, and being dropped into a battlefield. So you know, it's it's that battlefield feel without the set the set play like i said before so you drop into this this island at any point that you want and you choose your location and you're with your buddy your friend and you know you guys get to live out that like and you know the game is based off of um oh what is the movie uh i can't remember where right now but it was a japanese movie about these students that were put on an island and they, they were giving weapons but you get to play out that kind of thing and it's it, it comes down to being witty rather than being i mean you know it, it it your skill your accuracy of shooting does lend to it but it comes down to being to being witty and you know just ahead of the game ahead of your opponent and it gives it that chess feel you know it's not it's not you losing because you don't have the best guns it's it, you know it's more of you losing because you didn't reach in time or like these guys had a better plan than you you know so you don't feel cheated you feel like okay i just gotta do better next time i gotta look out for these things and you can improve your play and not feel like you're getting beat because of the because of these weird mechanics but rather just getting being being beat by a better player you know you don't feel salty in a way and you can just jump back in another game it's it's so I, I like it because I think that's what, what really draws people to the game. Okay. Now, before the uh, implementation of um, more spawns or stuff, and I, I guess you could even answer even up to now, I told you my experience with you know finding one piece of the item that I need right. and not finding the rest. And of course, because I can't kill anything, I get killed. How, how often would you say that typically happened before this and after? Okay, so I can't. I, mean, I guess I came into the game a little later. I didn't really get it when it initially debuted, so I don't know when when like the spawn points of items were like really bad. 
you know I, when i came in it was it was weird but it wasn't necessarily bad and uh, we never we never because when i play i usually always play duo so it's always me and a friend and because we were like both searching houses we usually be like okay what do you have i have a i have a mk uh i mean an akm or i have an ar okay well bullets over here and you know we kind of work in that way so it never really feels like because if you're playing as one person and it's so many houses you can definitely feel overwhelmed by how much things you have to look through versus when the field comes in to push you into the other players so as a single player you know that experience can be pretty pretty tricky and pretty difficult but playing duo it, it's a little better because we can always kind of be like what kind of guns are you planning to use and then okay if i find bullets for you come over here and if you need a gun i got a gun for you kind of thing so i we i don't experience the lack in finding weapons that much it has happened before even with two players and then it just gets weird you're like dude what is happening we just scoured a whole town and there's no weapons you know that's just one of those games that just kind of happens sometimes but usually it's it's never that bad so I can't necessarily speak on that, but I, I you know, I, I, yeah, I can imagine it happening. And, and definitely in single player, yeah. Now, it's more than just shooting and whatnot inside this game, because, yes, you can beat someone with your fists, and I've seen that actually happen before. Um, <laughs> but there's also the element of, and I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, vehicles. And yeah motorcycles, uh, Humvees, like all that other kind of random stuff. Mm. Um, how would you say those really factor into the gameplay? They they definitely help. Um, because it, it just it changes the strategy. So let's say, so basically in the game, a field closes in and pushes everybody to meet. People have to meet. You can't, you can't camp in the game. So you can use a tactic where if you land and you see that there's a vehicle near you, you can, and you know you're far away from, because the, the game, um, how, to, how to say, it randomly generates where everybody needs to go. So there's no, you know, one place that you are always, always going to go. So sometimes you're, you're way far on the outer outskirts. But if you see that you have a car, you can choose how long you stay in a specific town that's out of the way, you know? So if I'm, you know, if I'm in a in a town like Gatka or something that's way out, I can be like, okay, I can stay here because I can have a car that can carry me to where I need to go in the time I need, rather than oh, I have to, I can check two houses and leave now because I'm only on foot. So the vehicles kind of change the game in that way. But but with that, it also, you know, it it lets players see where you are because once you make noise, they know where you are, and usually play, players play use tactics around that. So they they'll be like okay the vehicles going that way let's let's follow them on foot when they get out we just snipe them from far or something so there there are, there are strategies that 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 go against and come along with the vehicles but all in all it's it's good for the game because it doesn't really it doesn't really except in your situation where the guy used to come in the house I've never seen that but beyond that it doesn't really like give you any extra advantage because you can still be shot through vehicle and you you while driving you aren't armed so. There's no, you know, there's no benefit, super benefit or any unfair advantage of using a vehicle other than it gets you across the map, you know, quicker, you know. So I think it's balanced. Okay. Now, you kind of mentioned something while you were talking about the <clears throat> map randomly selecting these areas that you need to go to. Can you describe that a little bit more for um, our viewers? Okay. So in pub, 
you are everybody is thrown onto one island. Let's say for those who are Bahamians, it's an island like Grand Bahama, and you can choose where you land on this island. You can land in West End or Freeport or East End, wherever. But once you land, the game gives you like two minutes before there's like a field. There's a field that comes in. And if you are outside of that field, you will be dealt damage. And over time, you will die if you stay within the field. So you have to continue moving. The game doesn't allow camping. And so along with that are specific places that the field closes into. So it so, for example, if Grand Bahama is the entire island, it'll create a field so big around Freeport. You're in Weston now. You have to move from Weston and get to Freeport. And that, that it'll, it'll start to center itself. So even though it's in Freeport, it'll close in more on, like, the R&D or a place like that. And it'll continue to close in smaller and smaller to bring everybody together so they eliminate each other. And so it, it stops the whole Call of Duty camping thing. Even though you can camp, that's still in the game. But that comes at a price because if you fall behind, the circle moves faster than you run unless you have um, like uh, energy drinks or painkillers. The circle moves faster than you run, so you can't you, you can't camp forever and be able to make it into the circle in time. You have to choose how you play that out. You have to choose how long you camp and when you decide to move. So you know that's that's how it is. That's how the game is. So you kind of have to start moving from before the sirens start to going and saying, you know, the, the area is starting to close. And no, the thing is, the thing is, you can't get kept, caught behind the circle. You know, the circle won't kill you immediately, especially when you first drop in. The circle is very lenient on the, the, the initial drop. It doesn't chip you out as quickly. You can you can be outside a circle and run in and just heal up. But when it gets down to like the third maybe the second third circle if you're behind it it starts chunking blood a lot quicker so but initially it's 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 very lenient you can be like really far out there are times that me and my friend literally thought we were dead we were on foot and we're running to the circle at like meters away and you know we make it in time and just heal up so initially it's 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 very lenient but after that it takes more and more blood so you have to kind of be ahead of it and kind of plan it out how long you want to stay behind it because that is a tactic as well because people don't expect other persons to be behind the circle they expect everybody to be ahead of it so if you stay behind it and allow people to advance you can get the upper hand by going behind them and you know um getting the drop on them so again there's so many tactics tactics in the game i feel like it always keeps every every instance of the game new because there's so many things you can use to your advantage and to come up with a game plan Conversely, like the first person to get inside the the area could then set up and start to uh, get ready to snipe, kind of stuff. Yes, yes, and no. But again, so when you find a gun, you have to find a scope because all guns only come with iron sights. And for those who don't know, iron sights are just basically the little, um, how to put it, the little piece on a gun that allows you to line up a target. And in that game, it it's not really effective. So in order to be camping and sniping, you have to find one of, well, two things. You need an auto, uh, automatic rifle, uh, I mean an assault rifle, sorry, uh, or AK, and then you need to find a scope. And then you need to find a scope with a good range because the game, the, because the map is so big, a regular sight will only allow you to see so far and it'll only allow you to hit a target that's so far. And it's where the game, again, gets deep because 
what I didn't know until a few a few weeks ago was that you can dial in your scope, which is for those people who like really shoot rifles can like attest to. So if a if a character or if a person is at a certain distance, you can dial in their range in meters and like kind of adjust for where they are and bullet drop and all that stuff. So the game gets really crazy in that sense. So you can get like a four X. Uh, dial a scope into like 300 meters you know how far 300 meters is you shoot boom you shoot them in the head so you can dial in all these weird things but in order to camp and that whole scoping thing you have to find those those items which aren't which aren't a given they they're they're random you can go into town and not find a scope you can just find a rifle no scope you can go into town and find scopes no guns so there, there's no i get there first and i am king of the hill there's no king of the hill in this game there, there's none of that People can flank you. People can like, you know, smoke you out. It's there. There's no king of the hill in the game. Oh. Uh, well, to a degree. Let me not. Let me not say that because I could. Te- I could definitely be wrong. Sometimes the circle does drop, smack that, smack dab center on a house, and whoever's in that house has visuals on everybody coming into that area but that's late game for one and it doesn't normally happen but it definitely could happen so that it could happen but it's not a consistent thing I gotcha. now they've, they've honestly from what i've seen really been trying to make this game as entertaining as possible even mm. going to the lens of i think a few players were able to play a game where some persons were zombies and some persons were uh, pretty much trying to survive. To survive, survive yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, when it comes to stuff like that, how do you feel about the game and the direction they're taking with stuff like that? It, that, that, that that's pretty cool. Um, uh, for that mod, I think it, it takes the, um, the trust of the other players because I think what it is is all the other players have to not use weapons or something. I don't really know how it works. I never played it, but I've seen it being played, but I think they have to come to agreement to not use weapons or anything like that, and they just kind of chase down like one team. So everybody else works together, and you have like a team of one or two that try to survive them out. And again, it's cool because it, it has all these modes that whatever you're looking for, kind of, if you don't want to play that intense par- portion of the game, but you like the whole so many people, and you know, you can kind of find games well hopefully it gets to that point where you can find games that suit your style because i i don't know if you know but they just implemented um first person um and that's oh dude that's a world in its own like (laughs) i can't i it's that that is too tense for me that that is is something in, uh, in its own world because driving changes and your field of view changes so you don't Whereas in third person, you can kind of... So in third person, you can see... You can hold the alt button, and you can, like, see 360 around you. Like, it's God's eye view. So you can see if somebody's coming from behind you. In first person, that is removed. You you cannot... You can only see, uh, like, to your left, to your right, basically as you are in real life. So you don't know if somebody's creeping up on you from behind. They can see you. So it changes the whole dynamic of how the game is played. But again, they've made these modes for those people who want, you know, something more... Um, Competitive because it's definitely more competitive, um, and you know something more realistic. So I, I I agree to them making those mods. Those mods don't really hurt anybody. It doesn't really um, take away from what the game is, and hopefully they can have a re- actual zombie mode where you know there there are NPC zombies and you know kind of you have teams trying to survive this whole horde. You know that that would be cool. You know so I'm I'm down for them. 
So, okay, you've, since you've been playing for a while, and I think we've established that, what would you say are some tips for new players coming into Battleground? <laughs> oh, tips. Oh, man, tips. What are tips for, for new people? Uh, for quickly like don't <laughs> if you land and people are around you if a team is around you and you it's you and a buddy always go maybe one person goes look, looking for a gun the other one distracts there there's so many strategies man um don't go <laughs> to the military base stay away from that place yes. it's the devil <laughs> the military base is the devil don't don't be a hero you know live to fight another day um learn to use your shoot um uh Initially, when you go into the game, you always want to kind of dive down early. But if you use your shoot properly, you can really make it to... Because, okay, so in the game, when you start, the plane always goes in a random direction across the island. So it can go north, it can go south to to north, it can go southeast to northeast, it can go any any sort of direction. So it kind of changes with, what places you can reach when you jump out the plane. And so... If you know how to use your shoot properly, you can make it to places that are further out that could possibly have good weapons and less people. Because you want to kind of, if you're not a good player, you want to kind of avoid as much people as possible, you know. And other than that, just always kind of watch your back. Always have ammo. And um, yeah, I, I think that's about it, man. Like, Oh, stay in the bushes. <laughs> the bushes the bushes are the, the OP of the game. Because people, I, there are so many times when a buddy and I were just in the bush and teams just run past us. And we're like, they, you know, they didn't see us just now. Like, we're in, like, they legit just run straight past us and you get the ambush. So, trust the bush. Um, stay off the roads. Uh, watch out for people. Yeah. Oh, and another tip. Take off your boots. If you take off your boots, uh, in the beginning of the game, your footsteps are a lot quieter. So, you know. There, there are so many, though. Yeah, there are so many tips to it, so. Okay, well, that's awesome. And I see we have a comment from Ashwood Bodhi. He was asking about uh, affordable gaming computers. Uh, that was on Facebook. But, um, like I, I, I responded to him, um, it kind of depends on uh, what he's really looking for. At least. Right. Because, I mean, when you say computer, that could be laptop, that could be desktop, and that could also be, what does he consider affordable? That could be right. under a grand, under two grand. Uh, it, yeah, definitely. When it, when it comes to computers, you have to be so much more um, specific in what you're looking for, what you want it to do, kind of. Because, you know, for me, I'm an editor, so I need I need my computer to be more than just a gaming thing, you know? But for people who just need it for gaming, I mean, AMD creates... I like what the cheapest brand of GPUs and CPUs, like the poor man's version. I mean, they they have gotten so much better, but basically, you know, you can build a computer, a uh, gaming computer for like 500 if you want it. But it just depends on what all you're planning to do with it, you know. So I don't feel, yeah. Yeah, he's saying he wants something that can play Battlegrounds. Um, he wants a desktop. Hmm. Um, I mean, if you're really looking at it, you could probably go, I wouldn't say get anything under. 60 if you're going with nvidia which is one of the higher end of the graphics yeah. or if you want to go with um amd like sean was saying then you know that's probably going to save you a little bit as well yeah. you're gonna want um to... Sorry, oh there's there's a good site that a friend of myself and a friend used to build our pcs it's called pc part picker 
I don't know if you've ever heard of it, uh, Michael, but it's uh, basically what you do is you choose your your GP, your, you know, your CPU, your processor, and it'll show you everything that's compatible with that processor, and it'll give you um, basically a listing of what everything that can go for it and what's the cheapest and where you can get it from for the best price. And so you can basically pick all the bars for your PC, order them from all those different places, and get it like tightly, tightly crunch your budget if you're one of those people. Uh, but it also it also has I think like people who build PCs for specific prices, so they have like personal builds that people do that you can look at and be like, okay, I like that idea, blah blah blah. I can change this out, swap this out, and you can take their complete builds. They give you all like where they got their parts from, and so like right now it's so simple. I think it's so simple to be a, build a PC. You just need to know you know what kind of price you're looking at, what you're trying to get. You know. I I do have to agree with what Sean's saying. To be quite honest. Okay, yeah, he says he knows um, gaming computers can go up to 2,000. They, they can actually go up to a lot more. They can go up to like 6,000. They can go up to whatever <laughs> you want <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but then you, that, you're really starting to get some crazy stuff right there. Yeah. Um, I know my laptop, which is what I use to game, and I'm doing this on. That was around 2,000 or so. Right there. Ah. So, what are you um, using? Uh, it's it's custom builds. Um, Sega... Look, oh, Michael, look at you. I have a Sager, too. Uh, I don't know the pronunciation. I call it Sager, you call it Sager, but I have one, too. I think they are one of the best unknown companies at the moment building, like, gaming laptops. Like, I bought mine, I bought mine, like, maybe four or five years ago. Dude, oh, amazing. I mean, just amazing. But, um, yeah, I think that, I think that probably covers um, it. Well, you know, pub is about to go to consoles. That's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, we're going to get that crossover, which is where the world should be going in gaming now. One big family. Um, and so we may get that age-old question answered, whether PC players are better than console players when it comes to uh, shooters. So, yeah. And it's cross-platform. Yes. Well, I mean, in terms of um, yeah, the so app. PCs will be duking it out together. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. We may yeah. find the answer to that particular question. <laughs> but um, I know Pub is a bit more complex with certain things. Yeah, that's because I was I was thinking about how that would definitely translate to to console. Because, you know, you can prone. There's just so much configurations, you know, yeah. that, nah. So I don't know how they're going to do that. All right. Huh? Um, thanks, everyone, for joining. Uh, this is one of my two shows that I do. This one's, of course, Esports Wrap. The other one is Tech Talk, which is on Thursday. Both shows are at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I'd like to also, once again, thank my guest, Sean, for coming on today and talking about his experiences with PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. And thanks for having me. Uh, thank you, everyone. Take care.